0: Job, chapter 21, verses 22 through 26. Can anyone teach knowledge to God, since he judges even the highest? One man dies in full vigor, completely secure and at ease, his body well-nourished, his bones rich with marrow. Another man dies in bitterness of soul, never having enjoyed anything good. Side by side they lie in the dust, and worms cover them both.
1: It's very interesting. Back in 1963, I was at at Brown University. I was my first year there. And on uh, May 4th, I sort of memorialized this in sign host a little bit, but I want to talk about it here briefly. Uh, I got a call from my uh, mother's brother, my uncle, Walt, at about 7 a.m. in the morning to learn that my father had died the night before in Mm. a awful automobile accident hmm. crossing the walt Whitman bridge in philadelphia you Now, what's interesting here is even at that time i was not a very religious person but my first thing i did was go around the corner to the episcopal church there in providence on on college hill and i went in it was empty and i said i, I, I prayed it was my spontaneous reaction to receiving this horrendous news that my 44-year-old father, was, uh, who I was very close to, uh, was suddenly not uh, with us. And what I write here in signposts uh, is, is, it's not Pollyannish, but I think that it is important for anybody that has experienced anything like this. When you consider every life as a gift from God, then, the mystery of an earth uh, early death is often mitigated by the blessings of the life. No one can remove the pain of death with easy words of solace, but our suffering should be seasoned with humility and gratitude for every blessing, blessing that is given by the Creator of all of all things. While my father's death had a deep impact on me and my family, I still thank God for the blessing of being the son of such a man as my father.
0: Hmm. Do you remember that scene in, in the movie, Good Will Hunting, where the professor is putting his finger in Matt Damon's character's chest, repeating the line, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I don't know if you remember that. It that's to me is, is illustrative of what I think Job is talking about here and what your story also tells which is that, you know, um, Jesus says it in the Sermon on the Mount, where he says, God sends rain on the just and the unjust. You know, and then in this Job passage, you know, one person dies full of marrow and having a blessed life, and one person dies in misery, and there they lie side by side. I think what I'm trying to say is that the Bible really, blows up the idea of what we call the prosperity gospel Mm. that if you do great things, if you're righteous, if you pray enough, if you tithe enough, God will bless you, you know? And if you don't, if you're unfaithful, then you'll experience hardship and curse. And, you know, sometimes fathers die and sometimes the rain doesn't come. And sometimes people have um, difficult situations and sometimes people are really blessed on the other hand. And, just learning to trust God when he gives and when he takes away, like your beautiful description of just appreciating the days your father had on earth, there's, real, there's a real key to contentment there in just kind of humbly trusting God's sovereignty and the good times and the bad. So uh, when I read uh, the piece
1: that uh, is today's scripture in Job 21, 22 through 20, 26, uh, I reflected on the people that come to Job, and and they they essentially moralize. And you talked about this in a recent sermon. They they tend to moralize. They they tend to mm-hmm. get it all wrong. Mm-hmm. They don't know why. It's a it's a true mystery as to why this good man is suffering so mm-hmm. badly. Right, and they uh, step all over uh, the word of God and and their knowledge by ascribing God's reasons for doing something that God is doing for his reasons, which mm. becomes much clearer at the end of Job. But I, I think that when somebody experiences death and you, you go to solace them, you have to be very careful mm. not to say this is better for them. They're happier now mm-hmm. or anything like that. Right. The loss yeah. to me was life-changing and yet, To this day, many, many, many years since then, my father is alive in my heart as he was Hmm. when he Hmm. was living. Hmm. And that's all the solace I need. I'm not looking for solace. I am honoring what a good and great father he was to me and to his other sons.